Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Parents Podcast from Champion Forest. As parents, we know that raising kids can be one of the most rewarding and challenging experiences in life. And we just want to come alongside fellow parents and offer support, encouragement, and practical advice on how to raise our kids well. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the Parents Podcast. I'm Stephanie Chase, the Kids Minister here at Champion Forest with the one and only mm. Justin Holcomb, our student pastor. You know, I'm actually not the one and only, but keep going. There's other Justin Holcombs oh. out there. I know. Keep going. Well, you're our one and only. Love yes, yeah. you are for sure. And we are excited to be here together with you, parents to talk about a word mm. that not everybody loves. Last time we met and we talked, um, Justin had this amazing idea. And I was like, yes, okay. we need to talk about this. And it's, I think it's a nine-letter word. Okay. And to be honest, most people don't like this word. I would agree. Yep. Yes. And it kind of gives them a little bit of grief. But we all need this nine-letter word in our lives. Yep. Our kids need it. We need it as adults. We have it no matter what, whether we need it or not. It's already a part of our lives. It's there. Yep. It is there. That's right. And I guess this, we get to choose what we do with it. How we respond. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, like for sure. So parents out there listening, are you wondering what could this nine letter word be? I'm sure they are. <laughs> Today we are going to talk about authority. Mm. Yeah. And right now they have turned off this podcast. <laughs> Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Yes, because it is a word that, you know, can make us cringe a little bit, but yeah. yet we all need it. That's right. Yes. And recently um, in kids worship here at Champion Forest, we talked about authority and we kind of hashed around the definition of what is authority. Cool. What did you come up with? Okay. We looked at a person or organization who has the power to um, enforce control. Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that can make us kind of cringe. Yeah. But we looked at different, we showed kids pictures of like a police officer and we asked them, is this authority or not authority? Oh. We showed them a picture of a teacher. Yeah. Authority, not authority. A dog. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Did they say it did have authority or they not? They said it. They were all in agreement. No authority. Okay, Dogs do not have authority. That's good. Okay. However, when we showed a picture of friends, Ooh. that one kind of got some thumbs up, some thumbs down. They weren't sure. Interesting. So we talked about do friends have authority over us? Wow. Yeah. So. Um, it's a big topic and it's something that kids need to know about. Yeah. And the other thing too about authority is, and we, we pitch this to the kids, for example, if your brother or sister or sibling yeah. comes in and takes over your video game, won't let you play anymore, mm -hmm. kicks you off. Do you want authority in your life or do you not want authority? Oh, interesting. And yeah. they were all like, yeah, yeah. Who do you call for authority? Mom, dad, they come in and take care of it. That's right. Right? Yeah. Um, but then when you're the one who has taken something or done something that you mm. know you shouldn't have done, do you want authority? Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we kind of tossed around the idea. There are times when we really want authority and then times when we're like, oh, yeah. not so sure that 
I want authority in my life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, Justin, you have some great thoughts on authority. I've heard you talk about this. So tell me some of your thoughts. Uh, Man, okay. Authority is a word that right off the bat causes us to, like you said, cringe or to kind of push back from the table, have an issue with, a problem with, because none of us like having somebody else tell us what to do. I think that's really what it comes down (laughs) to. We're not talking kids or students. We're talking about us. Yeah. Just people, adults even, who are, uh, we have an issue with authority. Yeah, I like to speed sometimes, yeah. Justin. Okay, we're going to get personal here. Go right ahead, Steph, and you can tell us about that encounter if you wanted to. Oh, no. But no, I know I hear you, it, and it's that's a funny way of saying it, but it is true. I think we all have this desire um, for control. We want to be able to control and be my own man, my own woman, and uh, and we lead that way, and we look at life that way as I am my own person. And, uh, you know, the, the, the big thing for me is I've looked at this over 20 plus years of student ministry. Um, I've just begun to realize that, man, we all struggle with this authority. We all have this issue with authority, but just coming to the realization that God is the author of authority. Yes. Okay. So the word author fits inside authority, right? So God, the creator, um, he's ordained and put things in place in perfect uh, order, yes, uh, and, and his order has authority. There is an authority figure. There is a, a a a a channel in which he works, and he wants to work in our lives, and he works throughout um, humanity. Yes, and so with that, I mean, you look even at the beginning of time. There was an order in every day where something was accomplished. Seven days, right? And we saw what happened in creation, and we see the family unit and how it's created. And there's a husband and a wife and there's kids. And and from the beginning of time, we've seen just mess ups and we've seen problems and sin and all of these things. And so we've constantly had this battle with authority, even going back and you see in Isaiah where it it shows Lucifer. We see Satan Mm, had a problem with authority. That's where this all started is wanting control. And so when I started thinking about uh, the word authority and thinking about specifically kids, uh, man, uh, it's one that's really just been near and dear to my heart because it's a constant battle. Mm-hmm. And for me as a, a parent, uh, for me, that somebody that works with students, um, man, I've always tried to to lead in a way that is respectful, one that people would want to follow. And I think that's part of it. When it comes to being authority, we have to begin to identify who authority figures in our life is right yes. or who they are right yeah. and so uh for me when i go to the lifeguard or to the the pool uh-huh. right with my family yes. the public pool the the neighborhood pool uh-huh. whatever that 16 year old in a bathing suit a red bathing suit yes. with a whistle <laughs> is the authority at the pool yes right and and i have to understand that even if they're on their it. cell phone oh. not paying attention they are the authority and it's hard right <laughs> it's hard to identify them as that but that's who they yes. are and so for me personally i'm talking personally here i have to recognize that um because my kids are watching me that's right right my kids are watching how i handle authority how yes. i handle other people who are placed over me the policeman you mentioned mm-hmm. that is authority um, uh, our bosses, that yes. is authority, uh, teachers who are in authority over our kids and these things and how we talk about authority. Mm-hmm. Cause our, they're always listening. Oh, man, our kids are listening yes. to how we talk about authority, how we respond to. They're watching. They're watching. Yes. They're going to see. And then guess what? They're going to take that and it's going to become who they are. Yes. We're, we're, we are, 
we're raising right our kids mm-hmm. and we're raising them to either have a healthy respect for authority or a very negative uh, idea of authority. Yes. And so, um, man, with that being said, I just, it's been near and dear to my heart, like really and truly. And I've, I love uh, in scripture, the idea and, and seeing different stories where it's come out and, and play. And so in first Samuel, mm-hmm. right, I love the story of David. David's one of my favorite characters, but this is right before David comes in the picture. And then first Samuel chapter 13, there's a, there's a, um, the King Saul, mm-hmm. you know, the story, I'm yes. sure you do. You've yes. taught it right. And, and, and King Saul, uh, has been put in place. He's given authority over the people yes. right, of Israel. And he didn't really know what he was doing, but he knew he had to be the, the king. So he's yes. the king. And while he is in chapter 13, we see where he's going out to battle the Philistines. He's gathered his people. They're standing over there looking at the Philistines below. But Samuel, who was the prophet at the time, had given him instructions from the Lord. So here it is, the king, Boom. right? We All authority. King. We he's would think king he's the guy, yeah. right? He's in charge yes. of everything. Here's Saul, who now has authority over him. Mm-hmm. And the authority is Samuel. Yes. And of course, the Lord, who is using Samuel as his That's mouthpiece. Right. Samuel has told him, hey, go, gather the people, be there, but wait on me. And then I will uh, I will build an offering and, and have an offering to the Lord. And then you can go into war. Well, time passes. And Samuel's getting, or Saul's getting a little antsy as people are leaving. And so what does he do as a king? Well, he goes and he just builds the altar. Mm -hmm. They have a a sacrifice. They have an offering time and things are good. They're going to go into battle. And then at that exact time, here comes Samuel riding up. And he's like, what have you done? You've stepped out from under the authority that I have for you. And it tells us at that time that that's when um, the Lord began to turn from Saul being king. Yeah. Ooh, just from, I mean, oh. did he do, did he do something really wrong? I mean, really, if you yeah. think about it, I mean, he, he was building an offering. And so it doesn't seem like it's the worst thing in the world, but the bottom line is he stepped out from under authority. authority. Yes. And whenever we step out from under the authority that God places over us, we are setting ourselves up for so much. When I work with students, as you work with kids, mm-hmm. Oh, Stephanie, it hurts me when I see students making decisions that are pointing them towards stepping out from under authority. When they yes. make choices that are that are not going to be good for them, the majority of the time is they're stepping out from under the authority that's placed over them. Yes. Right? I yes. don't know about you, but I have a ton of conversations with parents. They're like, my kids just won't listen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or they're doing this. Yeah. And and the whole there's this constant tension of back and forth. I want them to stay under the, where I'm at and providing for them and the authority that I have and the kid continues to go. Well, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, have they had a healthy example mm. of authority in their life? Yes. So parents, this is a, this is a constant challenge for us. Yes. Um, am I a good representation of the authority and the power that God's given me to lead my family? Mm-hmm. I have to I have to check myself there. Yes. You know what I mean, Stephanie? Yes, I do. It's know. easy. Just it's easy. Me. It's easy to blame everybody else yes. and not ourselves, right. right? And recognize, okay, God gave me this opportunity and 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 kind of time and title of dad, um, and so because of that, I'm supposed to lead, and so I have authority. But how do I do? I abuse that authority, right? How have I handled that authority? Yeah. 
Am I pointing my kids towards the Lord in my leading? And so students are seeing that. And so that's always been one that's there. And so the next thing that happens is in chapter 15 is where we see God gets completely cut off. Um, Saul as king and say, go find me another king and Daniel or David comes into play. And what's happening here is now there's another battle. He's going to war again. And this time while he's doing it, he said, the Lord has said, Hey, destroy everything. Mm -hmm. And so Saul has his men, they go down, but they don't destroy everything. And when Samuel shows back up at this time, um, he comes back and he's like, why do I hear the the sound of all these animals? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Why are these people here? And Saul does something we do all very well. It's called the play and the blame game. Mm-hmm. Saul starts saying, well, the men thought this would be good. Oh, they brought back the best of the, the animals so that we could build sacrifices to the Lord and have this. <laughs> and we do that, right? We do. With authority, we play this blame yes. game. And so, Stephanie, um, those are things with me. When I began to, to think of this word, I went mm-hmm. to the scripture. Yes. And I saw where we should always go. And I saw that that specific yes. characteristic, right? This character in scripture and how he handled. And I didn't want to be a Saul. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be a Saul. Me I don't either. want to raise Sauls. Me either. You know, my, yes. my job as a dad isn't to raise a bunch of Sauls who are um, think for themselves and just do what they think is best at the right timing and blame everybody else, mm-hmm. but instead stay under the authority yeah. of not just me as dad, but ultimately. Wow the father. Right. And so, um, you're right. I do love talking about this and actually brought with me. We're in a, we're in a studio, so you can't even see it here, but I've got an umbrella, an umbrella. umbrella. How funny is this? So you know, you're not supposed to open those inside. Well, I am right now. So everybody can know (laughs) I have an umbrella over my head. Yes, Man, you know, Stephanie, when I think of, uh, when I think of authority, I think of an umbrella Yeah. and God gives us the idea, the umbrella to hold over our family. Right. So what's an umbrella do, Stephanie? What It's raining today in Houston. So what do you do with an umbrella? You put it over your head to keep you from getting rained on. Okay. It. So if it's raining outside, you're yes. going to use the umbrella. Of right? course. Okay. That recently, Especially if you have one. <laughs> that's right. If you have an umbrella, you're going to use it to have over your head. So now what's it do? It does what for you? It keeps you from getting rained on. It, it keeps you from getting rained yes. on. It protects you, would you say? Yes. Okay. It here's what I would love. You. Authority. Um, an umbrella is there to protect us from the rain. Yes. Right? That's what it's for. I mean, it's used to protect us from the rain. Mm. And so we use it um, to to keep us dry, like you said. But the ultimate goal of it is to protect us. Yes. Right? From things going around. But here's the deal. God has given uh, us parents mm-hmm. the opportunity to hold the umbrella over our family. Yes. Right, he's, he's given us the uh, the the umbrella to hold, and this isn't just dad by himself. This is husband and wife yes. holding this umbrella over our family, yes. and then encouraging and getting our kids underneath it. Right, yes. so we're we're keeping them dry. We're there to protect Protecting, them. Yes. That's what we're supposed to be doing with our authority. And God gives it to us for our family to protect. Yeah. So one way is for us to be able to protect them. How silly, I mean, today I was dropping off one of my kids at school and I saw a boy um, walking in, like I said, it was pouring this morning when we were coming into work and watching this young man walk and he didn't have an umbrella. He didn't have anything, but he's walking, so he's getting drenched. Yes. And I felt, oh man, poor guy, poor guy. you know, poor guy. Um, but how silly would it have been if I would have seen him and he was doing that while holding an umbrella, Right. How, how crazy is that? Not look? smart. It would not be smart at all, <laughs> right? Just walking around out of the, and, and he has an umbrella in his hand, but he's not using mm. it. So, wow. parents, 
Um, the idea for me and this is our job is to hold that umbrella yes. over our family and then do our very best to pull them back in, as well as to encourage other people with holding their umbrellas for their kids to be able to help. Yes. So we're, we're seeing, if we see a kid walking away, we're encouraging, hey, hey, get them back Come under on. the umbrella. Yes. Get them back. And just trying to help as much as we possibly can. So the umbrella is there to protect. Okay. Okay. Another That's thing good. that I think an umbrella is there for us is to help us have the proper perspective, mm. meaning this. Um, if you've been in the storm before or outside when it's raining or yes. everything going on, um, have you ever tried to look up without an umbrella? Like if you just gone out into the rain and tried to look up to the sky before? Actually, I have. Okay. I just stuck my tongue out, tried to get a little okay, rain. Okay, get a little rain in. Get a little, okay, that's good. Okay, did it, were you able to see very well? No. Okay. Uh, running through a parking lot, what are you typically doing with your eyes if you don't have an umbrella? You're, you're, you're shielding, shielding, right? Blinking, you're blinking. You're blinking. You're trying to see where you're going. Off. But when you have an umbrella, mm -hmm. you can actually see what's going on around That's you. Right. So true. In the middle of the storm, in the middle of everything. In the middle of everything going on, yeah. you can see what's happening. And so my job as dad, our jobs as parents is to hold this umbrella yes. for protection, mm -hmm. as well as to help our students and our kids be able to see the right things around yes. them. To be able to see what's happening on the right and on the left and what's going on, where we're going as a family unit as we're stepping out into. Because here's the deal. This world is, there, there's storms all the time. There are. And 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 I'll just say, you know. There's crazy um, stuff out there. Man, it, you know, when it rains, when it hails. Uh -huh. And let's just go ahead and say it. I mean, Satan wants to rain hell uh -huh. down on us yes. and on our families. Yes. He's going to attack. And so our job as dad it's not just to take the umbrella off. Mm -mm. And this makes me emotional thinking about it because, man, that's what an incredible, incredible yes. thing I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. it's, it's scary. Yes, I'm not going to do it right all the time. Mm -hmm. But if I'm there to hold the umbrella, to protect, yes. to be able to have the right perspective and help my kids have the right perspective of other authority, mm -hmm. of other people, yes. of every situation around them, man, what kind of students are we raising? What kind of kids are we raising? We're raising yes. warriors. That's right. You know what I mean? Yes. Who are going to launch out from under our umbrella. Mm -hmm. They leave us and they're going to take the umbrella. That's right. And they're going to constantly trust the Lord's authority. That's right. In their own personal life. And then eventually they're going to have their own family. That's right. Oh, mm, sorry, I'm getting a, woo. Get a little bit much there. That but. is powerful. But, you know, we often say, like, how can someone trust the authority yeah. of someone that they can't see or yeah. touch if they can't trust the authority of someone that they can? Yeah. So just like you're saying, we have to be the authority that our kids trust, mm. that they come to, that they come under. So when they're ready to give their lives to Jesus and trust Him, yep. they'll be able to do that with somebody that they can't even see see or touch. That's right. Yeah. And Justin, just listening to you talk reminded me like sometimes it's hard to be the authority. Oh man, it's really hard. And when friends are doing other things, when other families are doing other things and you know, the authority of God yeah. covers your family like that umbrella to be able to stand on his word and stand on his truth. Even mm -hmm. when, you know, 
Nobody else is. That yeah. is hard. But but when we do as parents, even when our kids are kicking back, and that can be a two-year-old, That's Justin. That's right. Absolutely. Those, you know, I talked to a mom just this week who was like, help me, you know, because <laughs> this preschooler is just defying authority left and right. But when we stay true to loving our kids, yep. but also being the authority and saying no when we need to say no and yes when we need to say yes. That's right. and leading them and guiding them, especially Justin, like I just love your passion for our students. Mm. And if, if our parents, when our kids are younger, if they can help them a- understand authority at a younger age, yeah. it helps so much when they get older. Oh, absolutely. It, Stephanie, you're exactly right. And, and again, they're watching how we're under the authority of yes. our bosses. And of, like I said, even the the lifeguard and how they're watching how we stay under the umbrella of authority and different people are holding over our lives. But then they're also watching how we hold it over our family. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're so right that everything we do, if they see us basing every decision we make as a family, mm-hmm. moving together as a family unit out in the middle of the, the world and what's going on, but they're seeing us base it off of our relationship with the Lord, the mm-hmm. ultimate authority the the author of authority and every decision they see how we're we're making decisions based off of that oh our kids are learning yes they're they're learning so so much and can I just real quick say this man yes there are some parents out there who I know um your kids have chosen to step out from under the the umbrella and it's hard it is so hard it's not easy to do that um and, and, and all you want to do is run and chase them, yes, right? You want back. them to get back in here. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's going to be perfect. Yeah. But what I do think that, that parents need to understand is, man, you keep holding the umbrella over your family the way that yes. God's told you to hold it. Yes. Keep doing what God's telling you to do. And you pray for that wayward child. That's right. And you pray for that kid. And, and, and you constantly are offering the opportunity to come back under. Yes. This isn't a once you've stepped out, you're out. That's right. Right. Instead of say, hey, man, I love you enough to keep this umbrella of protection yes. and to help you have the right perspective right here. Yes. And so I know it's not easy. Yeah. And I know that there are families whose kids have stepped out from authority and it hurts. Yes. Right. And <laughs> I know moments in my own life when I stepped out from yes. under authority and it hurt. It hurt yes. me. It hurt my family. It hurt everybody else around me. Um, But you do learn. Oh, Justin, we went through a season like that with one of our kids. Yeah. And, you know, just saying, hey, let's look at these friends. Yeah. Let's look at who we're dating. Let's look at. And, you know, she chose in that season to say, you know what? I'm I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to step out. Yeah. And like you said, it crushed us yeah. as parents. Yeah. But you know, when our children do that, if we will stay true to God's word, we will stay true to what we know is the right thing to do and keep loving them. Yeah. Just what you said, keep loving them, keep the relationship open, keep the yeah. relationship there. And like you said, keep praying for them. Like we truly, by the grace of God, saw you know, that child, mm-hmm. her heart turned back to the Lord right. and and as hard as it was and as um challenging as it was, God, you know, was faithful. And so parents, please hear Justin mm-hmm. today and know that if you are struggling with authority in your child, God loves your child. That's right. 
God loves your family and he knows, he knows what's going on in your child's heart, in their mind, and he loves them. He is for them. Mm -hmm. And you stay faithful to that, to that child that God has given you. That's right. Yeah. And I would just last little challenge I would say is, um, the first, the first part is us having to look in the mirror, like really and truly. So parents, myself included, um, am I, I mean, how am I holding the umbrella for my family? Right. How am I doing with authority in my own life? And uh, if we can answer that question, Mm -hmm. and if it really comes down to if we can stay under the authority that God's placed over us, right? And if we can stay at a humble position before the Lord and lead from that place with our families, I'm holding the umbrella for protection and for the right perception, then man, I think God can do some incredible things in and through our families. And that's all we have to say about authority. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Justin, that was great. Thank you so much. That was fun. Woo, that touched my heart for sure. Yes, parents, do not give up. Do not grow weary in well-doing because you will reap the harvest. Good. Yes.